Hey, what's up, everybody? How y'all doing? Hey, random thought. Hey, so this old Kiki Palmer, her baby daddy, and Usher and shit, it really is not that big. It's really not a big deal. Y'all just blowing it out of proportion because it's the fucking internet. Y'all bored. That's true. Man, because all this nigga said was, look, man, all right, watch yourself. Right, don't show out now. Look, I got Junior at the house now. He talking to get breastfed. Calm down. Me too. But I'm just saying, y'all making it bigger than what it is, man. I get it. That's her man. Shit. Uh, they probably was joking. You know how Kiki Palmer is. She can't never take shit serious anyway, so... They probably was a joke, and y'all just won't end on the joke, and it blew up. But shit, on the, on the flip side, I don't blame Kiki Palmer either. I don't blame her. I mean, all of us had a childhood crush, like when we was kids. You know what I'm saying? It's always that one person we knew, man, we ever had a chance to meet, man. We're going to show the fuck out. And Usher had to be Kiki's childhood crush. I mean, it's, it is what it is. Cause I'm going to tell y'all the truth. <laughs> Janet Jackson. Ever, ever call me up on stage for her to perform anytime, any place? I promise you, my wife is not the only one to be mad. Shit, Janet Jackson security, management, the damn people who had the damn stadium, the crowd, Tito Jackson, Bubbles, Michael Jackson—all them niggas would be mad at me. I'ma show the fuck out. That's just my random thought, man. y'all how y'all doing man this is your brother eric g man and i can't wait for y'all to check tonight episode out it's gonna be wild fun and we always having a good time man so give me a few seconds let me bring in these beautiful people this is your little big brother eric g and welcome to a brand new episode of random thoughts with eric g uh before i get started man i just want to shout out these uh these lovely ladies that's on tonight how y'all doing ladies all right, how are you? Frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. <laughs> oh God! So, uh, who want to? Um, I'll go first. My name is Rakima. I am the owner of Erotic Relations. I am a intimacy coach where I help women have healthy relationships explore their pleasure and build legacies so it's not just about having random relationships we're trying to build families teams where we can carry on last names oh i like that i like that hold on a second <laughs> my wife just kicked in the room i like this <laughs> so Fred, <laughs> Fred, how you doing baby you, you mute boo You mute. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta unmute her. I'm gonna unmute her. Uh, friend, you're mute, you're mute, baby girl. 
because they they choose to mute themselves. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. I don't think she be able to cheat. She can hear me. Hold on a second. See our technical difficulties. We do this. This is what happens. <laughs> oh, yeah. Some reason, Frank, he's still mute. He gone. Come back in. Is right, it on now? There you go, Fran. There you go. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Go ahead and do your introduction. We, we didn't get a chance to hear none of it. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, I am Fran. I am a bedroom candy consultant. I am a body sculpting specialist and I own a spa here in Tennessee. And I am a, a relationship coach. And that is it. And also a medical assistant. <laughs> if you want to know my full background. <laughs> Fran, Fran do a lot of work, y'all. Don't let don't let it fool y'all. Fran be she be transforming <laughs> a lot of people's bodies. I'm, I'm gonna get my get, get my fat roll in the back stuck in for Fran. <laughs> Come to me. I can help you out. Hey, I see. Hey, yo, so look, tonight's episode, we were talking a little bit about sex, love, and intimacy and relationships. Um, I feel like nowadays that um that the word intimacy is lost in 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 today's relationships. And um I want to just get in touch with like with, with a couple of people I know who who's actually specialized in this, who can give us the real deal from behind the scenes. Um, y'all willing to talk about it? I'm yeah. ready. <laughs> all right then, all right then. Hey, yo, so before we get started, so before we get into the real questions, uh, Rakima, uh, yo, give about give about a little bit more background about you. What is, how did you get into, uh, into doing this type of work? So believe it or not, um, I was 30 when I had a baby. And okay. after I had my daughter, I struggled with postpartum very, very bad. And when she turned two, I remember praying about it. And the most high was like, in order for you to raise her to be her authentic self, you have to be your authentic self. So I went on a healing journey and I, I caught myself getting good. And once I got good, he was like, no, not just that. You got to be your authentic self sexually. So going on that journey sexually allowed me to better connect with myself. And once I started connecting with myself, I started experiencing the pleasure like I had never felt before. Like experiencing magic, you could feel the magic being created in between you and your partner once you really tap into yourself and you let go all of the prior beliefs that you had, all of the shame and different things like that. So once I started feeling that, I was like, oh, wait a minute, I want everybody to feel this. Because most women do not orgasm at all. And one of the hardest conversations to have in relationships is about sex. So we can get you talking about sex, get that part worked out. We can start working towards the emotional part, having better connections and having long-term relationships where it's not just baby mama, baby daddy, but it's actually a wife and we're inheriting love and not just deeds and titles and all of that. We want to inherit love and teach our kids what real love is supposed to look like. Yeah, I love that, especially in the black community. We need that. Yes. Because I think so many times everybody's so used to doing things themselves or the feeling like they're gonna be used. They can't mm -hmm. they can't like fully allow themselves to feel the embrace love. 
Right. And we was taught that. Yeah, we was taught independent. Don't don't worry about no man. Don't let no man do nothing. We got to scratch all of that and start over. Mm. That part, that part, Miss Fran, Miss <laughs> Fran. Now, now I, I was a guest on your show. This is not your first time on my podcast. It is not. It is not. And yo, you came, you came on for the um, the sex, love, and religious episode, man. I know you got it. Y'all got it popping. Y'all got to heat it up. I love, <laughs> I love the conversation. Y'all was, y'all was about to be mad at each other. I love all of that. Hey, so Fran, and I, so uh, you, you still have the podcast on the root of sex, right? We do. It's on hiatus for right now. Okay. Because we've been so busy. How did you, so. so now you know. Now we had a great time on your show, and I know we were talking about the, me and me, you and Jazzy were talking about the the, the, the Twix, <laughs> all of the mix and all yes. that. It never <laughs> so, happened yet. Still hasn't happened. <laughs> and I told her when it happened, I want to be the first one to know. <laughs> <laughs> hey yo, so how did you get more into your background? Because I know you were very influent when it comes to um to the idea of sex and the idea of relationship. And um, especially when you get into your into into your poetry. So, you, so, so how do you? Uh, so how did you get into your background? Uh I've always been curious about sex, and I will say that I I was like a masturbator at a very young age. But you know, I didn't know what it was I was doing. I just knew it felt good, and I wanted to keep on doing it. Right, and my mom, especially, like she would tell me not to do that, or like made me feel like I should be ashamed because of, you know, the things that I was doing. And she didn't never wanted to talk to me about sex. Not, you know, anything that had to do with sex was a no. I couldn't watch anything that included any kind of sexual activities or innuendos about sex. So because I couldn't do it, I would sneak and I would research and watch all the movies I could and watch late night HBO and all the things that I shouldn't have been doing. I was doing And when I turned 18, I went to the sex store for the first time and it blew my mind. (laughs) And I was like, I want all of this. I want to try it all. I want to, you know, I want to learn about all of this. And so that's what I did. I just, you know, I became a consumer of all things sex and learned my body at a very young age. And when I did have partners, you know, I was able to tell them what I liked and what I didn't like. And, you know. I'm still very curious about it. And now it's led to, you know, the further investigation about, you know, alternative relationships and lifestyles and kink and all the things that I discuss on my podcast. So, yeah, I'm I'm very open about my sexuality. And I taught my kids to, to be open and to, you know, be able to come to me. If they had any questions, don't go to your friends because they don't give you all the wrong information. Come to me and I'll tell you. That is true, and I, and I know that you're gonna give it to them like for real. Cause that whole incident yeah. we talk about in the car in traffic. Man, well, look, that's a whole other story. <laughs> we ain't gonna say all that, but uh, they gotta oh, listen yeah, to on. the root of all sex to find that. Oh yeah, hold on, I got I got another guest. Hold on a second. What, what up, Stephen? What's up, bro? Man, I'm feeling good. I'm a little late. I didn't know what time we were starting. I apologize. It's all good, bro. How you doing, man? I'm feeling good. How y'all doing? Hey, everybody good. Hey, yo, Hi, so... We, 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 hey, Steven. Hey, Steven. <laughs> I'm scared. <up? laughs> hey, yo, man, so, Steven, we're just doing introductions, bro. So let everybody know about you and how, and how you guys started into, like, your, your teachings and, and trying to enhance the intimacy and sex. Say that one more time for me. I said, yo, we're just doing the intros. Um... Uh, 
Let everybody know about you and how you got started and how you got it all. Just a little bit more of your background into this uh, into this topic. I am sexologist and player coach Stephen Smith. Uh, I started my journey about six years ago as a pleasure coach. Uh, I transitioned to a sexologist maybe about three and a half, four years ago. Uh, I got started into this journey because I got cheated on. And so I got cheated on multiple times. I wanted to understand the cycle of love and um, sex within relationships. Why do people behave the way they behave? What do trauma have to do with it, et cetera? So I went on a journey of love first, and then I went on a journey of uh, learning how to be better in the bedroom second. Then I put them together to become a pleasure coach, and here we are. Hey. So, Steven, so the question I'm going to have for you starting off, what has been the like the biggest uh, problem that you found in, 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 in couples when it comes to um, – into, into improving sex, into the, the loss of libidos and everything. What have been the biggest problem you felt? Biggest issue is communication. Our ability to not vocalize what we desire, what we require, uh, what we want from each other, um, our safe spaces. So overall, it's communication because everything else can be fixed. But we lack the ability to tell or express ourselves to our partners in a safe way. It's where I'm like, yo, I am this, but I'll be caught freak or getting caught nasty or getting caught all these different names or labels put on me because of what I like. And so they don't have a space to say those things. Okay. Okay. So I got, I had a bunch of questions that were submitted starting off. Um, they were submitted. I, I asked a lot of people, um, a lot of my, my, my viewers, um, what questions do you have about sex? What questions do you have about intimacy? Cause I think I can have, I can get, I feel my questions. I won't, you know what I'm saying? But I read for the public to be like, look, this is what I have. And this is what I want to know more about. So y'all, y'all want to answer the question. I'm, I'm going to ask all y'all, all y'all can answer the questions. <laughs> Just uh, to be honest, okay? Let's do it. Y'all good? So, uh, yeah. Now, ladies, I think y'all going to tackle this more. Um, Why do certain, why do women, well, certain women, uh, fake enjoying sex instead of just leaving the relationship? Because we were told that the pleasure is for the man. Like when you're growing up, they never tell you anything about your own pleasure, your own body. It's always male centered. So we were taught to stroke the male's ego instead of saying, hey, this is not working for me. I'm going to need you to do this. So we need to how we still here. Everything loaded yeah, you, for me. Yeah, you just broke up for a quick second. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, we never was taught how to get to the bottom of hey, this is not working for me. Let me talk to you and tell you how to do this to my body. We wasn't taught that. We was just told pleasure the man. Ain't no man gonna want you. Ain't no it was never about our own pleasure. So we fake it until we just get to the point where it's like we don't even want to have sex no more because we're not getting anything out of it. Mm. Okay, okay. Friend Steven, I agree. <laughs> I agree. And it comes back to what Steven said about communication, yeah. you know, where she may be afraid to tell him that she doesn't like something that he does. So she'll just, you know, accept it and maybe pleasure herself alone, but just accept whatever it is that he's given to her because she can't vocalize that she doesn't like X, Y, Z. Or that she wants more of something, you know, it might be something that he yeah. is doing, but he just doesn't do it enough. And she might need more of it, but she just can't vocalize and say, I want you to do this more instead of this. Hmm. Steve, I go ahead, bro. I, I can agree with that. Of course, I play, I play devil advocate. I'm on the male side. Um, a lot of women fake orgasms, in my opinion, because they, they don't know their own bodies. 
they don't understand how to pleasure themselves. So they don't know how to, to they don't know how to teach other people how to do it for them. And so a lot of people don't know which orgasms to chase, which orgasms they can create. Because women can have multiple orgasms. So a lot of women be like, well, I don't have vaginal orgasms. A lot of women don't. You don't know which ones you can experience the fastest, which one you can create the fastest. So you don't know which one to chase. And they're going to be performance anxiety. They can be so many things to where a comfort zone is not there. And so I feel like sometimes women don't vocalize what they want, what they need. And I don't think they take the time out to learn their own bodies. Sometimes they, they look at me and say, you should know how to do this. You a dude. How old are you? You 40. You should know how to do. How long you been having sex? You should just know how to please me. I ain't got time to teach no man nothing. When you should learn your body, like I have self-love Sunday or squirting Sunday, that's the day you learn your body and what your body's capable of doing. Because if you don't know what your body can do, and, I, and then you run into a me, then I make your body do some stuff. You go attach all of that pleasure to me. And then that's how you create stalkers. The next time they, right. they say you know your ass getting your windows busted out. Anyway, bingo. <laughs> <laughs> no, but all just side uh, on that on that question for me, I, I I see it on both sides. You know what I'm saying? Um, I do feel that yeah, a lot of women don't uh, don't know how to vocalize what they they like and they don't mm-hmm. like. I don't want to vocalize, and I do feel like nowadays most more women are are, are more sexual like fluent, and they'll be like, look, this is what my body I'm going to do. This is what I'm not going to do. I'm not going to tolerate. As for men, us men, if a girl is giving you head, you're like, yo, that shit is not like, I don't like how she's doing it. Pop, pop on the forehead, we got to do something better. But I do think that we, we we have more, we need to have more communications. We need to be able to talk about it more and express what we feeling. Because I feel like when you're having sex, it's supposed to be both of y'all pleasure. Correct. You know what I'm saying? We both, should, we both should enjoy this. I want to come into this room and we can, whatever fantasy you want, Whatever, uh, whatever things you want to try, we are here together to learn from each other. And also realize that everybody is different. The, the things you did with that last person ain't gonna work on this next person. You know what I'm saying? Talk to that person and let them know, let them know. And ladies, don't be afraid to say, "Look, I don't like this." You know what I'm saying? Like, like you focus so much at the top, go at the bottom, go this way. Do that. You know what I'm saying? And it help everybody out. And don't be ashamed because shit, we don't know. We'll do. We just gonna go with the fuck we want to do. So that's the truth. Correct. Correct. That's the truth. <laughs> All right. So next question I got. Uh, why do most relationships? Excuse me. Why do most relationships sides with the side with the women over men? If a woman says that she doesn't want sex, we have to accept it. But if a man said we don't want sex, we are looked at as, oh, he's like, why, what's the problem? You don't want this? What's, what's going on? Why is that? Why is that? I don't believe that. Like, I, I mean, I know that is how some women play it, but I don't believe that. I believe if you are in a relationship and whichever one, because there's always going to be a low, a low person and a higher person, you're supposed to meet in the middle. Like, it's no such thing as you can withhold from him and he can't withhold from you. I don't believe in that. We need to compromise on how we're going to create a schedule if that is what we need to do. So if Wednesday and Friday is our day, that's what we do, whatever, to make our relationship work so that we are both satisfied, we are both pleased. I don't believe in that withholding. I don't care if we mad. If we're not breaking up, then there's no need to withhold. And that is that's something that I teach my couples like that even if you can't have a conversation, you may just need to do that. And we're going to talk about this in the morning. But when it comes to a relationship, if you are together, you are together. Oh. OK, friends, you. 
Uh, no, I don't believe in withholding. But if he's not in the mood, then I'm not going to pressure him and say, you have to, you know, have sex with me. No, if he's not in the mood, then I'm going to just go and do it myself. And he can watch. And then maybe he might become in the mood or aroused while watching or while listening, whatever it is that he wants to do. But I'm not going to force him because I don't want to be forced either. And I don't want to do something if I'm not in the mood and then I do it. It's just going to be black luster. I'm just going to lay there, you know, and let you do. I'm going to be a pillow princess and let you do whatever it is you want to do because I'm not in the mood. But sometimes you might not be in the mood, but once you start, you're in the mood. Exactly. Exactly. So, <laughs> so right, but sometimes uh, women get the luxury of not being in the mood. I was going to say, how long is this thing going to go on? So if she says, I'm not in the mood tonight, and then tomorrow he, he all right, I'm going to give you a pass tonight. Tomorrow he comes back, and she's still like, I'm not in the mood. At some point, we got to say, okay, what is going on here? Right, because now it's mental. It's not a physical. Yeah, thing. right. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. Steven, what you got, bro? Come on, um, So, how I feel about the situation where where why do women get a pass more more than a pass than men is because right. we're viewed as physical people. We're viewed as men will have sex with anybody. Men have men just do it because they just want horny. They they feel like we don't appreciate or value sex. Like women appreciate and value sex, that we'll just do it because it's a recreational activity to do, versus they do it because they love someone or they're interested in somebody, they like somebody, they have an emotional attachment to it. So when they don't want to do it, it's like, oh, it must be a reason behind it because she normally would. If I don't want to do it, it's like, dog, something wrong with you or is something wrong with me? You cheating? Let me see your phone. Let me, because I'm supposed to want it all the time. Men have to be stripped of their emotions for the most part. We just some. Providing, protecting macho alphas that don't have feelings, that don't have bad days, that don't want affection, that don't have days where we're like, yo, I just want to chill. We don't, we don't really get that grace period without a judgment attached to it. Mm. See, see, look, 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 y'all ladies, y'all understood that, right? No, I mean, I do understand <laughs> that, but see, that's something that I try to make sure that yeah. I teach. Like women and men, to me, are we are one in the same. Yeah, one may have more testosterone and one like we are one in the same though men have the same emotions women have once men get to a mature point is no more we just wham bam thank you man with anybody they actually want to be desired and they actually want to feel something so nine times out of ten most of the time if a man is in a relationship with you he is past that wham bam thank you ma'am and he's trying to give you his all so I guess because I'm more so of the I'm trying to create a family. No, don't tell this man that he don't have no feelings because you need to create, like he said, a safe space, a safe space for him to have those feelings. Yeah. Damn, I like that. See, I was thinking the same thing. I talk about men like I talk about women. I I don't put them in two separate categories. We got to treat our men like we want to be treated. Right. Right. And I I do think that, you know what I'm saying, a lot of times they we we're not looked at as people who has feelings as well, you know what I'm saying? And that ties back into the last question: Is it one sided? You know what I'm saying? Like things would be one sided. I do feel like it goes back to what we said again. We need to have more communications. You got to know your partner. You got to know the person you're with and understand that. Okay, cool. If this person right here, this person right here has has those days like you have those days. You're not just alone in this relationship. 
You know what I'm saying? So I do appreciate y'all saying that because that's that's a lot of stuff that guys don't talk about. We don't talk about not being wanted. We not talk. We don't talk about mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying feeling like yo we are we are uh, we're not desired. You know what I'm saying? It does. It does. And, and a lot of men don't is afraid to say this. Especially, a, I call a quote unquote good man because most dudes like fuck it. I ain't getting at home. I go outside and get this. But if a good man want to stay at home and he want to be with this one woman, he want to experience everything with this one woman. He wants all of that from her, it, just like she should want all that from him. Correct. Correct. You know what I'm saying? And I appreciate y'all saying that. All right. So now I already know how this is gonna go with y'all already. So <laughs> then this next question came in. Uh, the guy says, "Why do women?" Why do women don't want to take more control in the bedroom? Why is always up to the guy to do? We got, we got to flip you this way, turn you that way right here, do that in third. Sometimes, sometimes we want to be the pillow princess. Let's let let us go. I love that question. Why do a lot of women don't want to take more control in the bedroom? Can I go first? Go first, boss. I want. Yeah. I want. I want. To, I want to start a fire. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, a lot of women don't know what they're doing. Women don't know how to have sex. They're so used to being told what to do. They're so used to being the sub or the person that takes direction. The man is in position of power. The man controls the everything. All she has to do is get pretty, put on some negligee, have something that smells good, and then perform or get performed on. Versus if I say, yo, tonight all you, you do everything. I'm going to just sit back. Sex may be a disaster. She don't know what position oh, to go to first. She don't know what toys to bring out, when to bring them out. She don't know what playlist is popping. She don't know where my spots are. She don't know anything because she's so used to me being the person to say, lay down, get here, pull out the mirror. There's the camera. Look here. Give her all these directions that when it's her turn to direct is an unfamiliar space. So I provide those spaces outside of the bedroom so you can get comfortable being directive inside of the bedroom. Oh, okay. Okay, ladies. That's true. Like that's all the way true. A lot and women are scared of themselves. Like some women are scared of themselves. They are afraid of if I do this and this, he's gonna look at me like this. So in order for me to maintain this wifey or this good girl, I have to stay in this little box that I have allowed him to so much as put me in. But no, that that is one hundred percent true. And they don't know themselves, like they don't know their partner's body enough to study it. You don't know what he likes. You don't know what type of, like, what he needs to be fully aroused. Women don't know none of that. They just expect for them to get wet, and now it's good. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. Talk your talk. Talk your talk. Fred, now Fred face, Fred turned her whole face up (laughs) in the middle of both of y'all conversations. Because I think it's a little bit of both that because I don't think women just walking around. I mean, I know for sure there's a lot of women that walk around that don't even know where their clit is at or, you know, how to make themselves have an orgasm. I know that. But I can't believe that if Stephen or, you know, somebody came to me because we're assuming that all these people are in committed relationships. A lot of these people just fucking let's be real. okay? I met you at the club last week. We kicking it now. We've been, you know, doing our thing for the past couple of weeks. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't know your body yet, like I should, because we just started messing around. You know, 
So if you tell me I'm taking control, Fran is going to be in control because I like to be in control. Let me just tell y'all that, okay? So I'm going to know exactly the playlist going to be coming on before you even walk in my door, okay? I'm going to have the camera set up and the everything, okay? I'm not going to tell y'all all my business, but just know that bedroom going to be set up just like a dungeon, okay? I think a lot of women wouldn't do that because of the stigma, because if I just met Steven last, two weeks ago and he walked in my bedroom and I got my swing hanging up on the door and toys on the bed, he's going to be like, what kind of freak is that? You know? Now, now if you That's reverse it, the thing that I would have to do, if you walked into my dungeon, because you already know I have one, and you yes. was like, yo, this is a little too much for me, I have to make the adjustments on the fly. I have to make you comfortable, right. relaxed. On the, like most women, after you have it all set up and you have a pre-plan and you have everything, because you didn't plan all week. You ain't just planned for 30 minutes. You didn't had this mapped out for a week or two. You'll bring me in here. How's it going to go? The moment that I put a monkey wrench in your plan, how do you make the adjustment? Mm. Oh, I can Talk me through that adjustment. Look, I'm not good. into the swing. Can we try something else? Sure. We don't even have to look at this swing. We could try something else. Do you like this? Pick out one of these toys that you want to try. Pick out this lube or this lotion or massage oil or whatever. You know, they got to have options. They can't just you, be like, you, okay, he's going to go with this swing. And You know, men ain't into any of that. You know, that's going to be difficult for any man. Well, his thing is with guys, though. I think... I, I do think, like you said earlier, you got to. First of all, you just can't just bring it on on the first on the first time. Now you want to. Do, I don't need you to go ball right. to the wall the first time. We need, we got to ease our way into this. But I'm right. just saying, um, when it comes down to it, uh, I, 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 you said that you know what I'm saying that the man wants the wife to be all. He thinks that the wife wants to be all prissy mm -hmm. and wife like. Let me tell y'all the truth, because Steve, Steve gonna tell y'all. Oh Steve gonna tell y'all. <laughs> we want to stunt. <laughs> we try to be honest with you. Right, you want to walk in the house and she, you know, drop the drawers and give you some I, head right there on spot. I on mean, the that's spot. that's a because we'll tell you why though. But I do feel like a lot of times our men' vision is more of the pornographic uh, idea. You know, what I'm saying we grew up so many times watching dirty, looking at dirty magazines, watching them flicks. You know, what I'm saying we. I'm from the time we had them VHR tapes. You know, what I'm saying in the middle that it starts skipping. You got to rewind it back and do it again. But that's what we had. So we so used to that. You know, what I'm saying so. I, I hey, we we would love for the whole. Hi, I'm just trying to save the whales. Come, you know, what I'm saying we would love that. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Oh, you know what I'm saying? The whole piece of man that we we would love the whole wild thing, but you know what I'm saying? You just gotta know that person. We and guys, and guys, and don't be afraid of letting your girl take control. Not yeah. every, not every. I mean, you don't gotta be macho man all the damn time. Shit, we mm -hmm. lay back, enjoy yourself. I do think that's a problem we do have in relationships. Um, that people just don't. People are so used to being on playing a role <laughs> that they just not they just not allowing themselves to be free. Y'all agree? <laughs> I agree. Agree. I think okay, okay. nurturing is women's greatest power, and if you allow a woman to properly nurture you in the bedroom, it's gonna be the best sex you ever had. You're right, and I, and I also think, but you know, what I'm saying us guys, we 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 so used to living, looking at pornos and fin, and try to have this fantasy about that. As girls are reading these novels and trying to have this fantasy about that too, which is not the same. You know, what right? Saying? You need to bring them together and have some kind of some kind of collide of both. You know, what I'm saying just have a great relationship. <laughs> so yo. and I'm glad you brought up porn because 
I think porn has people like has messed up a lot of people, not just men, women too, because sure. now they think that you know he's supposed to have this penis the size of this porn star's penis, and then now you're shaming him because he don't or you you know don't want to have sex with him because he don't have a ten inch or a twelve inch penis, and that's not normal for the average guy. Mm. It's just not, and maybe he could perform just as well as that porn star. He just don't have the same size. You just gotta give him a chance, ladies. So, hey, yo, yo, my, my, my son went downstairs. He's looking crazy. <laughs> I heard the laughing. <laughs> my son, my son, he's 16. He's like, like, what? But anyway, <laughs> hey, yo, but no, I'll just so the next question right here. This right here, this is more for this right here is gonna, I want this is pretty much um, pertaining to the ladies. Um, and we we won't just speak about it as if we was in relationships and stuff like that. Um, how would you go about telling your man he's not pleasing you while hurting his ego? I always feel like you have to. The best place to talk about sex is outside of the bedroom. So you got to start with some type of praise, and then you segue into "I want to try this" or "I like this." I would like for you to do this more. This is what I need. I like our connection, but this is not doing it for me. So can you do this? I can talk you through this thing. I can guide you through this thing. However, we need to get it done, but we're going to have to explore each other a little bit more because I'm not being satisfied. Got you. Got you, friend. I know Steve, Steve, like fighting right now. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I agree, and but I would do it like she said outside of the bedroom, uh, or not not during sex. At least after sex, because we always have a conversation like after sex, like you know, did you like when I did this, or you know, whatever. Just kind of like the after communicate, the after talk after the the act. So yeah, if he would, he says, I didn't like when you did this, or you should have did this more. You know, start off with the praise, like Rahima said. But, you know, and try to make it not delicate because you don't want to sugarcoat it, but be careful with your words, I would say. Mm. Okay. Steven, what you got, bro? So what I got is um, I love to talk about sex or um, without hurting the ego. I love to read books or we watch movies together. I love to make the conversation comfortable and I love to make it to where it's not um, – offensive or put a person in a space to be defensive about what's 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 happening so we watching 50 shades of gray we watching 365 we watching any movie that has sex scenes in it and then i can tell you more things that i enjoy you see when she grabbed him like that you see when that happened i will love when we try this let's duplicate these scenes or i'll i used to give my clients my books i read my books read a chapter of the book then y'all duplicate it and then y'all have the conversation of what you like what you don't like what you want to add what you don't want to add and then i also have seven days of the week moan for me monday taste me tuesday wet wednesday throat thursday freaky friday slut me out saturday and squirt me sunday so where we can have days that we can practice certain things rather than every time we go in there we have to give everybody pleasure we like yo let's practice throat thursday i'm gonna tell you how i want this head i want to tell you where i want it let's try some new things taste me tuesday you tell me how you want some head let me learn your body let me taste you a certain way and we can learn and we can eliminate from there it's safe it's non-judgmental and we those are days dedicated to learning you and so i think that's easier to have a conversation 
Okay, okay. And look, everything y'all said, y'all to the words of my damn mouth. I ain't got nothing to say after that. I just know it says Slut Sunday. I mean, Squirt Sunday. I don't know what it is. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, seven days, you get the rest. <laughs> hey, yo, so this, is, this is more of a, a serious question. Um, I probably get, It's not like a two-part question. I'm going to ask the first part. What? How do you... How do you think couples should be able to combat when I mean combat and try to work out when both couples are on two different um, sexual wavelengths? Let's say as if the woman sexual uh, sexual libido is way lower than the man. You know what I'm saying? Let's say that she's not she's not she's not really into it. As guys like I'm all ready to go. How do this how do you what advice will you give to a couple trying to make that work? I think it would depend on why she's not into it. Like, is it something that we can fix? Like, is there some trauma there that needs to be healed? Are you not experiencing pleasure? Do you not really understand what's going on? Are you blacking out doing sex, mind going elsewhere? Are you not focused? Or is it that you just don't really like sex? Because I've had clients that say, I don't like sex, but it was really trauma. And after you heal that trauma, now you have sex every single day. So we got to get to the bottom of why you don't like sex. Mm. Okay, okay, okay. That is the perfect answer. I one hundred percent agree. I, I do feel I do found that um there there are people who like I said generally just don't have that 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 itch for it no more. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But you do have two different partners that's trying to that's trying to like go at each other with two different sides of those the the, the the situation. You know what I'm saying, and it's kind of, and I tell like, but I like, I've been through it myself. I know it's hard as a man who, who's who's ready for it and want it all the time, mm-hmm. and she's like, no, I'm I'm just not in the mood. I'm not in the mood. Not in the mood. Right. Like like, I wouldn't have advice to get somebody because I'm just telling everybody, look, you just gotta have faith in your relationship and try to, I think, like communicate more. I guess. But, I think if if it did not start off that way. It can be fixed. Yeah. So if it started off that way, that means your sex drive wasn't matching anyway, and that should have been something that was talked about at the beginning because this might not work because our sex drives don't match. But if this is just something that started, that means it's something that is, like it's emotional. It's something there that is causing it to go that way. Whether it's just I'm a new mom and I'm driving myself crazy trying to get this baby together, that could be it too. It's more understanding when. We just got like this now. Then we've been like this the whole five years. Like those are two different situations. So it would just depend on the situation. And I like I like to look at requirements. Um, I like to say, well, if you can have the ideal sex, what would it be? Where would it be? Who would it be with? How long would it last? Like with my clients, I make them get extremely detailed. If you can have sex one last time with the person of your dreams. Where would you do it? How long would it last? How would it start? How would it end? How many orgasms would you have? How many would you give them? How many rounds do you go? Because if you can identify what great sex looks like to you, if you can identify what ideal sex looks like to you, if you can identify what foreplay looks like to you, you can teach your partner how to do it. You can fit, you can start, you can start to create solutions for everything that's blocking you in your mind. Well, if I had sex one last time with whoever, Man, they will rub my feet and it'd be by some water. And da, 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 da. now I know as your partner, I should probably rub your feet a little more. I should probably take you by water. I should probably create this experience for you to kind of unlock some things inside of you. 
We'll be trying to crack toes like hell if we could. But go Brian, what you got, man? Uh, I agree with everything everybody said. And I think I'm going to speak from experience. Like Rakima said, if it didn't start that way, then there definitely is something emotional or trauma-based that the person is is holding off from, you know, because in my situation, my partner wasn't, you know, handling their part of the actual partnership outside of the bedroom. So if you're not doing the things that I need you to do as my partner, I'm not going to be in the mood when you come to me tonight because I had to do all of this shit by myself all day. And then here you come looking at me to be in the mood. No, sir. No, no. So, but would that be called resentment? Uh, I would say resentment. I'm just plain tired. Um, I'm just, yeah, I would say probably mostly resentment because you weren't holding up to your end of the bargain. So why should I do this for you when X, Y, and Z wasn't handled for me? Oh, we have so many prior questions. to coming into this. Room. Go ahead, ask the question, Steve. Go ahead, ask the question. Does that make sex transactional? Ooh. No, 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 because no, I didn't do something. Me, you didn't give it to me. But it, is this sex transactional? Though? Well, no, because I'm not saying I want you to give me money because transactional is for me is finances. I'm not saying I want you to give me money. But if I'm coming home and I'm having to do all the chores, look after the children, you know, handle my business. I have multiple jobs and I'm coming home and cook, clean, take care of kids. And now it's 11 o'clock at night and I'm tired and you looking uh-huh. at me, you've been sitting out on the couch all mm-hmm. day playing a game or doing whatever you're doing. No, sir. So, so no, sir. I'm not going to have to say. I think, I think it's more so lacking in other areas. So you're lacking in the right. other intimate areas. So for this, I can't just give you all physical or sexual intimacy because I'm not fulfilled emotionally. Thank right. you. So, I, Thank I, you. I love that. But my, but my thing is, if you're not communicating with that, you're not communicating that, right? Because that like is say, true. That got that right, person right back, not knowing that you're stressed out, you, you're tired, fuck this, mm-hmm. whatever, and he's just sitting up here trying to go with emotions. You know what I'm saying? So, right. what's going to turn him off? What's going to cause him with him? Will make him feel like, look, man, fuck this, dude. I can find a uh, lot. Correct. That I, is I got one, more, one more question. <laughs> I only got one more. I promise. Only one more. So with all that being said, so I had this conversation often. I talk to men about this often. And so a lot of men say it's much easier to stay single or be a side dude because of everything you just said. You said, I got to take care of the kids. I got to cook. I'm working multiple jobs. I'm doing all these things. When I'm dating you and courting you, you're working multiple jobs. You're paying your own bills. You're taking care of your own kids. You're cooking two to three meals a day. You're doing your own Uber Eats. You're doing your own billing for your own businesses. And then when I call you or you call me, you still look good as fuck, smell good, wig straight, makeup on, and I still get the best sex <laughs> in the world while I'm pursuing you. But when I yeah. get you, when you're my partner, I have to uphold all of these things to get something what now belongs to me. If we're in a relationship or marriage or things like that, where we like, oh, that's technically mine. I'm entitled to that now because we're together. But when I was courting you and pursuing you, you was giving that to me. I was getting cheeks all the time. And you were taking care of kids, making food, paying bills, all the things that make you tired. I was still getting prime cheeks when I'm your man. Now you're exhausted. And I don't get But prime now cheeks. that you're my man, what if you mm. stop courting me and stop doing all those things you used to do? Then I'm not in the mood because 
You're not sending me the little dick pics. I took you on, like you on some dates and dick You're not sending me the little love notes and flowers like you used but to. The, the whole point of a partnership <laughs> is to be partners. So if I'm going to come into your life and you're going to come into my life, we're both supposed to come in like, what can I do to make your life easier and vice versa? So, of course, and, and I believe that when you get in a relationship, you're supposed to maintain your appearance and all of that good stuff. I do believe all of that. But if I'm coming into your life, I'm going to be trying to make it more simpler. And if you're coming into mine, you're going to supposed to try to help me as well. I don't it's not just okay you're gonna come here and i'm gonna do the same thing because if that's the case i might as well be single like the man said if you're not gonna come right. and help me and you and i'm not and i can't help you then we don't need this like there's no point of it mm. i mean i mean here we be paying bills too that mean y'all got me with my bills then we can go ahead I can yeah we can definitely that's and see that's another thing when it comes to moving in together i believe partnership actually move into a house together like i'm not coming to your house you don't come to my house let's move into a house together how are we going to pay these bills in this house because a lot of times men come to women's house they're like well it's your house you can kick me out or vice versa so you do like the same you was doing this let's keep doing this no that's why you should join it together like okay we're gonna get a house together and that way like we that. can do this thing from the jump together okay i like that Okay, okay. So this is a question we asked earlier today. What what do you think qualifies as intimacy? What kind? That's, a, that's another I mean, fire question. What is what is I mean I mean I mean don't say it. What's the, what is it? I mean like cause in my head I think intimacy is more than just sex. What qualifies to to each one of y'all? What is intimacy? What is what is what is falls under that umbrella of the word intimacy? Anything that is, yeah, you oh. are intentionally trying to connect with your partner. Right. It could be cuddling, it could be kicking, it could be, be reading, it could be going on a hike, <laughs> right? A picnic, anything like yeah. that. Yeah, cooking less than together. <laughs> yeah, when you Teach intentionally to change the oil. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, teach me how to change the oil. Teach me something new. Let me teach you something. Like all of that is intimacy. I respect this. Yeah. I've been trying to tell people that it's not intimacy is not just sex. It's not just right. you know, I want I want to smash. Yes, we intimate while doing that. Yeah, that's true. But it's 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 more than just that. I gotta yeah. you wanna have that feeling while you're in the midst of all this. You want to feel like you've been wanted. You want to feel like we are one. You know what I'm saying? While we're doing this. It, like I said, it could be chasing the damn oil, but we're doing this together. You know what I'm saying? We're able to this bond. We are bond. Intimacy is bonding. That's what it is. Yep. It's bonding. It's Whatever it, 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 in many facets, no matter what it is, it's bonding. You're bonding with one another and y'all sharing this, 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 this joy together. No matter what it falls up under. You know what I'm saying? What's most likely for us is sex, but still, <laughs> you <bought it. laughs> but you know what I'm saying? It, 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 you're falling up out of it together, it's and I think that ties everything together that we spoke about. The lack of intimacy could lead to the lack of libido and lead to the sex being un, you know, unsatisfying, and everything that we spoke about. The lack of intimacy could be the cause of it all. Mm, okay, okay, so. Question about um about one side or whatever. One side has more sexual like feelings and the other one don't. 
could a sex, I mean, could a relationship last with lack of sex or intimacy? It depends yes. on them two people. Right. Yeah. If they can agree to make it work where it's like, okay, I know you low and I'm high. How are we going to figure this thing out? Like, that's when the scheduling come in. You can't let me go longer than eight days or something like that. But it's going to depend on them two people and how bad they want their relationship to work. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Anybody else? I 100% think it'll work. But it also requires a certain mindset. Um, I don't ever tell my clients to do these things, but I do put it out there for people to understand. I give them scenarios that everything that we want in our life, we can um, outsource. If if you don't want to cook, we can Uber eat or we can go out to eat. If you don't want to clean, we can hire a maid service. If you don't want to take care of the kids, we can hire babysitters. If you don't want to give me some cheeks, I just have to sit here and not get cheeks until you feel like it. If we have a clear understanding that you don't desire sex the way that I do, but you're involved in my sexual life, as in you can pick the woman. You can pick how many partners per week, or if we have this one, you can interview them if you want to. Why not outsource something that you're not willing to give? A lot of times in relationships, we choose partners and tell you, you got to be my everything. You have to be my best friend. You got to be my dancing buddy. You got to be my car concert person. You got to be my my girl to give me the best head in the world. You got to give me the best cheeks. You got to wear the best lingerie. You got to, why does she have to be everything? Or why does he have to be everything? And so if it's like, if I don't like smashing like that, I'm like, listen, baby, I want to be involved in your orgasm. I want to be involved in your sex life. So here's some toys where we can play. And then maybe once a month, go call Jason Love or something. Not him. Never mind. So, Not him. So here's my, so here's my thing. My wife hears you. My wife hears your damn question. But she, your answer. She will be losing her damn mind. I'll sort some cheeks. Hey yo, but but that, but that's what I'm saying though. Like like a lot of times it don't work out, and, and they do open up. Some couples do open up for a uh, open relationship or yes. a um like like you said a, a poly relationship nowadays. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That does happen nowadays. But <laughs> but the truth. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh shit. I can hold on, baby. I can't. I can't outsource. No, we don't. <laughs> no outsource. I can't Uber eat stuff. So okay. Anyway. Anywho. Yo, yo, get me, yo, get me kicked out. Damn it! I just started. <laughs> we we about to give you some more cheeks because she like you not outsource nothing. You can just. Get- you can just get it from me. Yes, that's the goal. That's the, <laughs> the goal. Re- reverse oh, that I can say, I can say, oh, you ain't got out store. I got it here. You can get food at home. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo. So here's another question. Okay. Uh, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> this another lady asked. She said, uh, "How would I?" She said, "How would I?" Uh, I'm trying to make sure I said this right. How can I uh, incorporate more intimacy and make it? How can I incorporate more intimacy in my relationship and make it fun uh, to keep both our libido going and to keep them interested, to keep the people interested in, interested in each other? How do you incorporate more more of everything to make it more fun? Role playing. Okay. Role playing is fire. I be ghost any day, Tommy. 
I'll be Tariq. If you need me to be Tariq, I'll be a school teacher. Not Tariq, whatever. I'll be, I'll be little Tariq. You feel me? I won't have no car, run everywhere, whatever you need to make you <laughs> more sexually attractive and just feel new. Uh, I just like right, to bring right. the excitement into the relationship. If you role play, you get to be a different version of yourself. Yeah. Like you can be so used to Steven and Steven can be so complacent. Steven can ask so many questions and be so nurturing. And I have the same stroke pattern versus Marcellus, who's my alter ego. He's polar opposite. And so if I interchange between Steven and Marcellus, sex is not as boring as it could be because I'm always in competition with myself because I role play by changing my name. Okay. Okay. Ladies. Um, definitely exploring, but I like to tell people that things that you do all day matter. So how you send each other off in the morning, how you greet each other in the afternoon, do you touch each other all day? Do you say you're beautiful? Thank you for doing this. Like the way that you treat each other all day matters. If I'm on you all day, you touch your feel you smack my butt every time we walk by. When we get in the room, we are not strangers. We've been waiting to get in this room. We've been waiting to put these kids to bed because I, I've been waiting to see you tonight. So if you greet your partner at the door with that kiss and that, mm, yeah, we're going to do that. will keep the intimacy going so that you're always thinking about each other. And them little quickest, sneak in the closet, do all of that. That's excitement. Hey, I, I'm old down for a closet. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> we got kids, man. We got kids. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, all I agree with it all. They said it best. The only thing I would incorporate is erotica because you know, maybe I may not want to watch porn or I may not want to role play and dress up in the costume, but maybe they'll listen to something, you know, while y'all driving in the car, going to wherever, pop on, yep. you know, all right, some all right, erotica <laughs> yep. and just listen, and that'll get you know, some ideas going, get the juices flowing. Whenever y'all get to where you're going, y'all might sneak in the bathroom at the grocery store. Or whatever, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah, pick out these. Keep it fun. Hey, no, but you know what? I do think that I do think that kind of ties into the other thing we were saying. I mean, I think the role playing thing might help if a person has um, this is not as in, into it as before, because that person that's she that person could be so used to who you is, whatever it is, but now you done took who you are out the situation and you bring it in. Know what I'm saying? What, what, what you say your name was, Steven? Tariq. <laughs> the ghost? No, no he's a Marcellus or something Jake like that. You bring Mar oh, Marcellus. Yeah, Marcellus. You bring Marcellus, oh, Marcellus. in. <laughs> then all of a sudden, Marcellus come in, you're like, who the hell is this nigga? Like, like, like it might it might heighten up something that, that they've been having in them for a long and when, time. And when you bring in somebody like Marcellus, you do, you, you do it, let's say Monday, I'll text you. Hey, your husband gone, your boyfriend gone, and she's, you got me saved as Marcellus. I'm telling you, on Thursday, I'm coming through. So now you have from Monday to Thursday to kind of play with me. We'll play through text. I'm going to send you pictures. I'm going to send you audio. Whenever you go to the store, I'm going to send you something as Marcellus. So when Thursday come, when I'm like, yo, I'm about to go to the gym, ask Steven. Just know when I walk in the, walk in the house while Steven's at the gym, Marcellus is here. So we go do some things that we normally wouldn't do. You wouldn't be going to be in the bedroom or we're not going to, I might rip your clothes off. It will just be different. But you had all week to kind of build up for it. the anticipation that i can't wait the sneakiness of it the nostalgia and role playing can also be us recreating something that made us fall in love in the first place go on our first date go back to the same place i met you play the same songs that i met you with the same foods go back to those nostalgic places 
to where we're like, this is why we fell in love. This is why, this is when I love you. This is when I wanted to smash. This is when I uh, first thing about head. And then you trickle from those. <laughs> okay, got you, got you. Next question I have. If is a, is a, why is, why is, uh, I'm trying to say, this is what I'm going to say this right here. <laughs> um, unwanted news. We, I mean, people get sitting those all the time. Why is that a, <laughs> Why is that a go-to for people? Like, you know what I'm saying? And, and ladies, I know, I know, and trust me, y'all line of work, I already Wait, know repeat, repeat it. I think I missed something. What's the go-to? <laughs> that unwanted news. I've been drinking. I know y'all been seeing me sipping, so I've been, I've been that, sipping. That, that, uh, unwanted news. Like, everybody gets a, un, every, men and women, I think men get it too. Like, we just don't, we just don't care. But yeah. uh, unwanted uh-huh. news. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh, okay. <laughs> and, I, and I know y'all line of work, y'all gets it all the time. <laughs> but unwanted news. Does that does that does that turn you on? Does that make you be like, look, I'm ready to go for it? Unless it, it doesn't work in relationships, in your relationship. In my relationship, yes. Like at any time. I don't care. And vice versa. I might send you one at any time. But if I'm not in a relationship with you, no, like just random ones in the DM, I normally just block it and keep it moving. Like it's not because it feels to me that that's all you're trying to offer me. Okay. So, I like that. Okay. Does nothing for me. I I get them every day. <laughs> it it does absolutely nothing for me. I'm like, why? Why? Why do I have this? Why? Right. <laughs> why? It's, I didn't it's, ask for this guy. Like I, I, I don't think I, we, I don't think we really care as much as anybody else. No. I mean, I've I've got him before, and he'd be like. All right, man. <laughs> that, 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 that's it. That, all right. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah, all right. You I mean, but I, I do know, but I would, try, I would try to figure out, because I know a lot of women tell me that um, they, they can say hi to a guy, and they say, you know, in the inbox, in the DMs, it's, 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 it's that meat starting off. And I'm like, how the hell do we even get to that place of, hey, how you doing? I would like to take you out. Here's my meat. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> you don't even get, I would like to take you out. Oh, you just, hey, how you doing? You, you just get the meat. You just get, oh, a Snapchat <laughs> notification. <laughs> I get why dudes do it, though. Okay, why you get it, boss? Here you go. <laughs> so, men often send meat pictures because men are praised online for having big meat, right? right. So, women, like when they did the, the challenge in the red lights when a dude was like, Swinging his meat, he got almost a million views. When Jason loved the porn star everywhere boxers, he get a million views. Whenever they talk about a shrimp or this, they get talked about. They get bashed. So men is like, yo, if all women want is me to pay bills and get them good wood. When they be making videos, they go viral. Why are you still with him, girl? He got that. So now we associate all women want this big meat. So if I send my meat to a hundred girls and one say yes, I win. If three say yes, I got a roster. So ninety-seven <laughs> say no. I don't care. Like, what you gonna do? Send my meat to your friends? So what? Three of y'all said <laughs> y'all go handle this meat, and then you go go and cross promote and send it to your group chat, and then one of your girls might be like, "Hmm, and find me now." I got four girls. One meat <laughs> pick. Yeah, I, it's I a winning that. situation. I see guys. I, really I, 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 I tell my sons that too. I like. I tell my sons that little man. Yo, you don't need to be out here just sitting your meat all willy nilly. Cause I swear to God, if I ever scroll down any damn timeline and, and there's your meat, boy, we fighting in this damn house. Cause a woman would expose you in a minute. So in you a minute. Man, in a minute. Son, is this you? 
Come here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be in the group chat. Look at what he sent me, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't want the world to find out about that waste, man. I don't want the world to find out about that waste. Nope. <laughs> so the next question I have. Um, is sexual lubricant a must for women, especially as they get older? No. No. Yes. Oh, okay. We got nose and yes. Okay. I think it depends on how you take care of yourself. I mean, it's a you can add it at any time, regardless of the age, but it depends on how you take care of yourself. Um, maybe if you had something medical that could require it, yep. but the foods you eat, how much water you drink, all of that stuff plays a role into it. Medications. All of that matters, so it just depends on health wise. And I say yes because depending on what type of sex she's having, lubricant is a must. So I'm not just talking about vaginal oh. sex because obviously, okay. you know, if she's having vaginal sex, if she's having issues with vaginal dryness or tearing or anything like that, then she definitely needs lube. But if she's mm-hmm. having anal, yes, that's a must. If she's doing, you know, Anything other than the vagina, then yes, you need lube. Yeah, that's true. But you didn't specify, so that's why I said yes. I'm saying you didn't specify. Hey, man, also, also, y'all, if it's always wet, it's a problem. We didn't want to do all the dancing. I mean, she said she got that super soaker, and that super soaker is 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 twenty four seven. We got a problem. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Let that wall dry out for a minute. <laughs> we don't want the paint to dry. I'm giving this advice. I feel like yo, there's kids, but, and young men out here, young women out here that don't know this stuff, man. And they need to well, know. And I was going to say, because a lot of my clients will say they don't need lube, the young ones especially. especially. The young ones will be like, oh, I got that WAP. I don't need lubricant. He could just spit on it, whatever, whatever. Spit on it? No, baby. Right. <laughs> spit on it. No. Yes. Them little twenty something. Oh yes. They will say he can spit on it. I'll pull my pants up. I'll leave. That'll be right. That'll be right. That'll be right. Just because they don't they don't wanna they don't wanna think that they have dryness of yeah. any sort. And it, it could be hormonal, it could just be you're not really aroused yet. So you need more foreplay. You know, it may not be you have vaginal dryness at all. You're just not fully aroused. You can't just get me in the bedroom and then undress me and then try to put things right. in my vagina. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. not it's not gonna work yeah, like that. I, I do I do feel that women and I was I was I was talking to my wife about this earlier today. I do feel like um the idea of um I guess foreplay or a getting person started up is different for men and women. I do feel mm-hmm. like women needs to have that 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 that, that touchy, that feeling that they get me right for the like before the, it gotta be visually mine. Body spirit before they get into that that place where they're ready to open themselves up to you. Well, us guys, we're like, look, man, let me see your titty. <laughs> so it's, it's gonna right, it's, and that's all y'all need is some titty. Just, like, <laughs> just the left, one. just the left one. <laughs> Steven, tell them about that left one. That left one. That's the one. I already know. Point. Now you gotta tell me. Mm-hmm. You know I understand. That left know. one is the one. The only people understand that. <laughs> <laughs> right, yo. That's because so, you're right handed. That's because you're right handed. But somebody that's left-handed going for the right one. No, no, I could be cock at it. I don't care. Is that one left <laughs> oh, one? Oh, God. That's the one. All right, yo. All right, another question. Another question is, uh, why do women always feel like they have to come on to the man first? 
nowadays. Ooh. I don't know. I don't. I, haven't, I ain't ran into too many initiators now. I've had um, women. That, I've had women that be like, "Look, I'm, I'm, I'm approach you before you know what I'm saying before I will approach them." But I've had that happen in my past. Now, baby, I was my past, baby. My past. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I think it's it is the temperature of a lot of the men that these women are going after. Because I have done a poll on my page before about women shooting a shot, and most of the men said yes. So most of the men don't want to have to go after the woman. They want her to come to them. Right. Now, I don't know what that, why that is, but a lot of times the new men is what I call them. They want you to come to them. Oh, I'm one, I'm one of the new men. Pursue me. I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why I think that though. And Stephen might be right. I'm gonna tell you why I think that. I'm tell you why I think because look, we ain't got time to set ourselves up for the failure. You know what I'm saying? Y'all women, y'all women, y'all don't have to. I mean, y'all don't. If, if, a, if y'all come on to a man, it doesn't matter. If you, he's not gonna shoot you down. He's not gonna be like, you know what? No, ew, get away from me. He's not gonna do that. You know what I'm saying? Even if he's not attracted to you, he'd be like, like, you know what? All right, good, baby. You know what I'm saying? And let you go. He'll do it in the nicest way. The oh, nicest way. Damn, nigga, what the fuck? Look at you. <laughs> Look at you. I don't like this. Oh, my God. You can't got it. Why you want to? Why you want your teeth to that's why, that's why I think guys, like, look, we rap you just come to us. You know, we might put it, we might try to put the fish line out there for you to bite, but we were like, we, we, we don't want to take that rejection. And I think that's the truth. Correct. Men, men are, we don't, we don't get rejected in private like we used to. No, I'm not interested. And then we finish shopping at the, at the grocery store. Now is why the F you talking to me? Then they pull their phone out. Then I got a picture on Facebook now. Look at this little slime ball with the sweats trying to talk to me. And he, yo, I was just asking you. See, that could <laughs> go name. either way, though, because you know, some women, men come and talk to them. And you tell them no. Like, women have got beat. Murder all that this for a no. So like it, it's a the temperature is crazy nowadays. Like you don't know what yeah. to do. Right. <laughs> I, I think everybody we get to the place where I think everybody is mentally like gone. Yeah. Yeah. If I call you if I call you pretty, you call me thirsty. I'll just give you a compliment. I, 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 oh yeah, I but that also kind of in the mind of, of the fact when you got people who actually put thirst traps out there and then people actually go for them and this. You know, saying, "Oh, you're being thirsty," but you put the thirst out there. So, I mean, and that's on both ends. It happens. I'm just, I'm just buying what you're selling. That's it. That but I think that speaks on the type of woman or the type of man that person is. Hmm. Okay, okay. Um, this might be my last question, but I'm gonna ask this one: um, celibacy and relationships. Um, how can a person track me go through with that? I mean, I've seen people spend years in a relationship celibate. You know what I'm saying? Do you think that that it is it are you, is it supposed to be like an outcome we should be waiting for or you think it should be more spiritual? What are your idea on celibacy in relationships? I think it's fire. I think sex ruined everything. If you if you don't do sex correctly, you don't utilize sex correctly, you don't value sex um the way it should be valued then I think sex ruins a lot of things. And we have sex with people we should never have sex with. And so being celibate within a relationship, it puts you in position to learn me, to learn to love me, to pay more attention to me, to be intentional with me. It's almost like long distance dating. I can't touch you anyway, we're long distance. But now I'm, I'm more aware of your time when you won't break. 
what times do you go to the gym? What time do you cook? What time do you hang with your children? And then we kind of schedule our lives to each other based off of your availability and what you like and give me time to really learn to love you versus if I have sex with you, I kind of stop pursuing you because I already, already reached one of the end goals. One of the goals was to smash. I smash. So why am I asking you all of these intentional questions if I don't have any benefits coming from the answers? Mm. Okay. So I, I like celibacy. Okay. Okay. Ladies. Yeah, I think it's it's important because you can learn to love each other in different ways. Like you learn that okay, he's frustrated today. I can't just give him some, but I know he likes this drink. I know he likes this food. He might need a back rub, and it builds up the tension. Like a lot of people, if you take the sex out, ain't no more relationship. I don't even know you really. What is your last name? (laughs) But (laughs) if you take take it out, it's like, oh, now I have to figure out a different way to connect with you. Mm. And see, do I really like you? Mm. Okay. Bad part. Bad part. (laughs) Okay. So what what do you say about people who use um, taking sex away as a punishment? No, now take a text away as a no, punishment. No. That's a you can't do that in a relationship. But if you say, Hey, I don't feel like we're connecting properly, so I think if we have sex three times a week, I think we should go a week or two and not have sex and kind of build our connection back up. That's one thing. But to say, I'm just not giving you none, no, because if we end this together, yeah, yeah, no, if we end this together, we got to communicate this and decide this together. Respect, respect. Anybody else? I guess the thought of someone punishing me with sex, but woo. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be out of there so fast, boy. I'd be go. It's not the fact that you're withholding sex. It's the fact that like you're you're purposely trying to hurt me or trying to affect me in a negative way. And you don't have to. Right. I, I think sex is the most physical way that I can show my I love you. Okay. And so if I'm intentionally trying to love on you physically. And you're like, nope, I'm good on you. You're in trouble. I don't like that. I'm not your child. Yeah, I'm not keeping no can. Yeah. So, what about the men who don't? Because it's women that have a higher drive than men, and men that withhold sex too. What about that case? Oh, okay. Good that, Stevens. You, you, you I like that question. <laughs> 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 a lot of a lot of men withhold sex due to performance anxiety. The pressure for us to perform is so high compared to a woman. Like I have to maintain my stroke while choking you, while dirty talking, while staying erect, while picking you up, while holding the leg, while not while, coming fast. While, while not trying to get the fucking heart attack. While not <laughs> trying to get the I'm sweating, then I can't yeah. sweat on you. And then I gotta <laughs> Go hard or go fast or choke here and you're literally laying there or you have an arch in your back. And so it's like the performance anxiety of let's go for another round and you better not come fast and you better do it like this and you better pick me up and you better, it's like, dog, how can I pass this one? Uh, I think I'm a fake sleep. Ooh, my stomach hurt. Like, so now I, I kind of don't want to do it as much. I'm asking a question. Go ahead. I'm asking a question. Fran, go ahead, Fran. <laughs> no, I'm talking to my child that's on the other side of this. <laughs> I'm sorry, child. I didn't mean it. <laughs> I was like, I know he did. <laughs> that's my son. He listening to what y'all said. <laughs> yo, my son was there too. Like, yo, 
Hold on. So even in like a marriage where me and Mike go two and three weeks, like, no, I don't want to give you that. I, I don't want that. It's something no, else that, there. It could be a narcissistic, it's a controller problem, yeah. a punishment thing. Um, there's so many other behavior traits that can go along with somebody withholding something and then daring you to step out the house or out, out of the relationship. A lot of men that do that are in control of all the bills, are in control of the phone bill, the, the car note, and they can c- control their woman. So like, if I don't give you none, you have to sit here and suffer because I dare you step out this household. And I do think a lot of people feel that way. I do think a lot of people think that um, we just want to see what you're going to do. What you're going to do if I don't do this no more, if I take this from you. You're going to cheat on me? So what you going to do if, I, if you cheat? You know what I'm saying? I, I, we, we want to divorce. We can divorce, and I can take what you got. Like, it happens. Yeah, that does happen a lot in relationships. A power thing. Hey, yo, so before right. we, about to, we about to wrap up too. I got two more questions for. I'm not, I'm not the question we were saying that. Stephen, can you let the ladies know? Because <laughs> uh-huh. we all, I think every guy have done this before. Guys fake it too. 100%. Oh, I be telling women that all the time. They like, how? How can he fake it? You is not all that, sister. <laughs> the same way you spit start, you can spit in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I think somebody, somebody said it. Somebody asked me, like, guys can't fake it. We don't know. You, you would never know. You never <laughs> know. My leg so, shaking every day. Oh, I just, exactly. Oh, he going crazy back there. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm out of here. <laughs> Uber. Uber me, please. Oh, they'll tell your mind is thinking on something totally different at this time. <laughs> Let me hit a little bit of razzle dazzle on this real quick. <laughs> exactly. Oh, if you ever hear your man say "woo, girl," we probably faked it. Probably. The first, if you hear your man say, if y'all, if your man is back there, you hear him say this. Oh shit, that motherfucker ain't yeah. lying. Mm-hmm. But all right, all right. So I hate to tell us guys' secret, man. That was our secret, man. But, uh, <laughs> oh, it's been told. I had a whole episode on men faking. And I had a panel of men that told how they faked it every in multiple has. different ways. Every guy has. Every I just do a has. shoulder tap. I don't even fake it. Hey, if I do double tap on the shoulder, we done for the night. <laughs> and it was for a variety of reasons. Like, not just because she wasn't good. It was, you know, just a variety it's, it's, of it's, reasons. It's never about just her not being good, though. It's it's a lot of things like contribute right. to it. Because, like, yeah, let me be honest with you, you be going as hard as you can. All of a sudden, little man's like, look, I'm going to sleep. You can keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, right. I'm Alcohol got a lot to do with it. Alcohol yeah. or any type of drugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, I, he's, yeah. I'm not doing this no more. You can go forward. I'm tired. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, so we finna wrap it up, though. But um, what advice would you give a couple trying to just, just, just freshly married and trying to make it? What advice would each one of y'all give a couple? Oh, I can go first. Um, if you're, you're trying to make it, I would say always have open communication, transparency, and honesty. Keep people out of your relationship. Stop believing that social media validates your relationship or your status or your position. Understand that you and your partner, relationship is simply that. Don't compare it to nobody. Don't, don't compare it to social media. Don't compare it to certain people. Don't be couple goals. Do whatever works for y'all. So... Whatever make y'all happy, whatever make y'all feel connected, whatever make y'all feel loved, whatever make y'all feel like a family, that's what you do. Make your own rules, make your own goals, and love each other. Got you. Got you. Ladies. Um, I always say intention builds healthy relationships. So you have to make sure that you are intentional about creating that relationship. 
you've set your standard. What are we doing here? And I mean, sometimes you got to let all the relationships of the past, everything you've seen, the traditions, all of that go out the window and just say, what are we doing? What is going to work for us? How do we build this to the point where we want it? What is our end goal? Relationships should always have visions. It's just like a company. What are we doing this for? What is our purpose? How are we building this thing? At the end of our life, when we sit on the porch in that rocking chair and we say, we did this, what are we going to be saying we did? So staying dedicated to that vision will keep you there. Okay, Frank. I agree. I agree with everything they both said. Um, the only thing I would add would be is don't be afraid to pivot and make changes. So even though in the beginning of the relationship, you might decide to do things one way, and then eventually, if that stops working, don't be afraid to reevaluate the situation and then create new rules and new boundaries and start things that are different. Okay. So um, your relationship could be long lasting instead of staying stagnant and holding on to those rules we made 20 years ago when we got married. That may not work for what we're at right now. Got you. And um, my advice I give, and I think it's the root to this whole entire conversation communicate. Always talk. Always, if you got a problem, calm down and come back at it and talk about it. Um, anything that y'all, I mean, everything can be fixed with a, a simple just communication. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. I mean, we don't, if it comes to sex or love or you're not feeling a certain way, let me know how you feel because in marriage, we're in this for the long, for the long haul. Let's get in here so we don't want to be bored for the next 20, 30 years until we divorce or something. Let's get into this right here and understand what we got going on. And, and if you have any problems, let's just work it out and figure it out how to work it out. And if you can't figure it out together, get someone who can't, who's, who's liable for both of y'all and going to help y'all figure it out. That's the truth. I, I'm going to get off this right. One more thing. Hold on, one more thing. I'm in this right here. Y'all, can y'all give me the wildest uh, DM y'all done got? Man, I got a list. <laughs> now, I know y'all got some wild DMs. Now. I ain't going to say it out wow. loud. I, 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 I had somebody send me. Um, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, <laughs> I got offered to be a unicorn by a couple. A un- what's a unicorn? A yeah. unicorn is basically a third. <laughs> okay. The, the third to their relationship. So if they have, they're in a poly relationship, and you know they didn't have a third, they lost their third or whatever. They didn't have another person, so they offered me to be their third. That and they individually asked, like one asked first and then the other one asked. So I don't think they knew that they both was gonna ask me, <laughs> but they both asked the husband and the wife both asked. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm calling you up for now. You, hey, Uni. Hey, Uni. All right. Why? Well, I mean, I, I've been offered things. So a lady offered me three thousand just to give me head. Um, I thought that was pretty interesting. And then, no, I didn't. I didn't take it because I didn't want to set the standard. <laughs> I gotta be purchased. <laughs> that transaction. That transaction. I didn't want. I didn't want her to think that she could just buy me. But um, so she, Oprah, if you're listening. <laughs> now listen, Oprah. Oprah. I can be bought. I can be bought. Listen to me. Uh, I recently had a lady um have somebody take a picture of her uh hanging upside down with nipple clips and vagina clips and 
she's dangling from the ceiling. And I was yeah. like, why? Why are you send this to me? But she was like, yeah, I was just listening to your voice. I was like, how? <laughs> if you're hanging upside down. But cool. <laughs> I get stuff like that on the regular. <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> Rakeem, you um, I'll probably just say somebody jacking. Like, just jacking off all the way through like the whole video till they come and it's like you sat there with this phone the entire what? What? <laughs> how long was the video? How long did it last? <laughs> I can't even remember how long it was. <laughs> I can't. I really can't. But no, I had I skipped through it though, but no, I can't because I blocked it. I skipped through it. I skipped through it. I skipped through it now. I did. I laughed. and I, But the crazy thing was I had made a post and I was like, when you're in relationships, you're supposed to send news and different things like that. So I guess they took it upon themselves as, oh, I want to be in a relationship. Let me send this to her. So I was like, oh, but not you. No. They shot, they shot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think the wildest one for me, man, and I don't discriminate. I don't discriminate against people, man. But um, I had a guy hit me up, and I and yo, and I was like, I was like, hold the fuck, and they be always like, yo, you are really sexy. I'm like, what? I had one, one guy, one guy hit me up before. One guy hit me up before, and he act like we knew each other. Dude mm-hmm. was like, yo, hey, yo, what's up, homie? What's going on, bro? I'm like, oh, my ass thing. I'm knowing, like, oh, what's up, homie? What's up, bro? He like, he like, he said, man, he said, yo, he said, he said, where you be at? And I'm like, what? Not where you be. I mean, I'm thinking, I'm know this dude. I'm like, I'm like, oh, may not be around, man. He said, he said, man, you know, maybe we can hang out sometime. I'm like, and, you know, it, it's never clicking. It's not even clicking to me what the fuck is going on. And I said, that, my dumb ass, I'm dumb like, yeah, I play ball probably next week or something like that, you know. He like, 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 he's. I mean, later on at night. Oh, motherfucker! But that was that was that was too much for me. I mean, you'd be surprised. A lot of them guys be brave as hell in them damn inboxes. They do. They do. That is the wildest, and I, I, I we fight. <laughs> but God, God, God bless your soul, though. God bless your heart and all your parts. All right, y'all, man. That's the end of my show, man. I had a great time. I'm I'm glad I got a chance to meet all y'all. Fran, we know each other. But <laughs> of course. <laughs> hey, y'all, but y'all look, man. Look, I appreciate all y'all coming on here. Well, y'all want to shout out where they, where everybody can find you at? Um, yeah, I am on our social media, Erotic Relations. You can look me up there. I have a website, www.eroticrelations.com. You can grab my ebooks, my courses. I also have a Patreon membership. Check me out. All right. Fred, Steve. Steve, you You want to go? I can go. Um, You can find me on all social medias under sexologist underscore Raider Red. TikTok is my main platform. IG is second. Um, My website is RaiderRedsWorld.com. I just released my new Slut Me Out Pleasure Box subscription this week, which is at RaiderRedsBox.com, where you get a monthly subscription where you get swings, toys, candles, everything. Everything pleasure delivered to your doorstep. Uh, I wrote a couple books. You can find them on on my website as well. Thanks, man. Friend? Y'all got to read Steven's book. I'm telling y'all. 
<laughs> read the book. Um, you can find me, Fran, uh, if you're interested in body sculpting or uh, butt enhancements, breast enhancements, any kind of bodily or wellness uh, products. You can Google Trey Bell Body Boutique. It'll come up. Uh, I'm on Instagram as well, Trey Bell Body Boutique. If you want bedroom candy or toys, you can go to bedroomcandy.com slash 8608 and you'll find me there. All right, man. So it's my turn, I guess. This is your little big brother, a.k.a. the future lonely sexologist. <laughs> Yo, you can find me on all platforms, man. That's Random Thoughts with Eric G. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, um, Twitter, Instagram, IG. What's what's the new thing we got going on? Um, threads. Threads. I'm on Threads, too. Um, Random Thought with Eric G. Um, also find me on Facebook, at Eric Green, um, slash the Green Road Foundation, which is my organization. Um, y'all, I want to thank each and every one of y'all for being on. Thank y'all so much. And um, like I always say, God bless you. Peace. All right. Y'all have a good night.